WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Always live on the free Odyssey app. From the Sherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. Free speech lives here. Here. It's Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Live on this Monday, February 5th, it is indeed Kale and Company right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We are always live on the free Odyssey app and, of course, streaming live for your video viewing pleasure on YouTube as we head until 10 o'clock this morning, 855-839-1210, the phone number. You can get us on social media at 1210WPHT. I am at Nick Kale, K-A-Y-A-L. Don Stenzlin with the news, Greg Stocker, the chairman of the board, Bill Omquist, Anthony Dorenzo, our associate producers. What a weekend it was. Dawn, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Lots of sunshine over the weekend. Lots of sunshine. A Sunday without football. I felt empty inside. What are you going to do after next week? Go into a hole like Puxatani <laughs> Phil. I'll reemerge in six weeks. How are you, buddy? You got hey. you got back-to-back days of splendid sunshine. I did. I did. It was lovely. Thank you. There you go. And today, too, right, Dawn? Yes. High of 48, sunny. Come on. Look at Greg is so happy with the sunshine. I am. It's going to be an it's early best. spring. Sun, sun is good for the soul, baby. It, it is. is. It's very good for your mental health. It is. I truly believe that. Bad weather, bad attitude. Yeah. Exactly. Usually the way it works. Thank you. We got a lot of good stuff to get to this morning. Of course, we will continue... At 8.30 with our Disney Cruise Vacation Keyword Giveaway. Yeah, baby. Day number three. Day number three. Day three. Mm -hmm. That's coming up at 8.30. A big take on Joe Biden and losing support with the black vote. Very interesting. Also, some shocking poll numbers yesterday from NBC News polls that show Joe Biden is in a world of trouble. We will get to that early this morning. Nikki Haley makes a surprise cameo on Saturday Night Live. Got some thoughts on that. Shane, speaking of SNL, Shane Gillis is actually going to be coming back to host. It's unbelievable. Saturday Night Live. It, it's, they're, they're just the worst. They're the worst. <laughs> that, that is the worst organization. And I look, I'm a, I'm a huge Saturday Night Live fan. I love them from, like, I love the history of it and everything. There's new movie coming out directed by Jason Reitman that is uh, is called SNL 1975 and it's all about the first season. Oh wow. And it it I'm sure it's gonna be great and mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna see it. But just the fact that they fired this guy And five years later. And five years later reverse course they have him hosting That's is correct. just nauseating. Maybe they are learning. Maybe they if, are learning. If you're Shane Gillis, don't you say go go pound sand? I mean, yeah. Be like, I got plenty of money from Bud Light right now. You can go pound sand. I don't know. Very interesting. We'll get to that. Donald Trump, January sixth, March four, uh, March fourth. Yeah, that got scrapped on Friday of um, a little Tanya Chuckin news dump going into the weekend. We told you it would not happen, and uh, it is not happening on March fourth. A loaded cut sheet this morning, and much, much more. But let's get to the news. Round number one at 6.04. For that, we give you the great Dawn Stensland. And thank you so much, Nick Kale. Here on Kale & Company News Live, we're at 33 degrees. 
with that crescent moon so bright in the sky. Sun will replace it later, so we'll tell you upcoming how hot it's going to get this week. Hint, hint, Stalker's going to like it. We're sponsored this morning by Piazza Auto Group. So let's talk about it. Let's get to it. There is a search right now in and around Philadelphia for an armed and dangerous suspect. So it all started in the suburbs, Delaware County, as police say they were attempting to track down a suspect and his vehicle after an overnight shooting in Upper Darby, Delco. So police on the scene there, 200 block of Kent Road. That was sun- that was yesterday, Sunday. Upper Darby police initially called to the scene for reports of a victim suffering a gunshot wound. That victim transported to the hospital. No word yet on that person's condition. Now they say they're looking for 31-year-old Yusip Kemendihar in connection with that incident. Last seen in a blue Honda Civic with a loud exhaust and a rear spoiler who was fleeing the scene. That car has Pennsylvania plates, tags LWH4182. This individual has a felony arrest warrant out on him and is considered armed and dangerous. Do not approach. Was last seen headed for Philadelphia. Shocking. He's got priors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, all of us have a, I was, you know, all of us have a mug sheet on file. Uh huh. Yeah, of mug course. Shot. It, it's it's standard no. operating procedure these right? days. I just love the <laughs> fact that he's trying to avoid detection, and he's got a loud muffler and a spoiler on the back of his Honda Civic. What is this? Two thousand one. Thank you. My God, I love it. Spoiler. Uh, so we are we have more controversy right now with regards to a UPenn lecturer who is accused of an anti-Semitic cartoon and now reviving debate over the campus culture at the prestigious Ivy League University of Pennsylvania, which has been in the headlines, of course. So in this case, they've reopened the debate now over this uh, debate over the Ivy League school reputation after all the anti-Semitism, etc. And so I will point out to you that in this case, the university is quick to condemn this. They're also saying that this particular cartoonist is somebody who... Dwayne Booth, who posted this on a private site, not on, this has nothing to do with the university. However, this individual is somebody who's on campus, who's been a lecturer and that sort of thing. But they're showing um, in this one, as Zionists are drinking the blood of Gazan's Nazi flag featuring the Star of David, they're saying this is highly inflammatory and this is anti-Semitic behavior. You know, maybe we could have a conversation later in the day today about it, whether we should check our outrage at the door over comics, uh, you know, like the same way that I try to say you should with comedians when you go into a comedy club. You know, I mean, should should you be, since the drawing is meant to be, you know, in the same breath of a joke, should we kind of uh, leave our uh, triggered, offended feelings at the door? Might be worth having that conversation. Yes. I, I think in this case, because this person is an adjunct professor, just a part-time type adjunct professor, and mm-hmm. obviously really controversial, people are saying, hey, you can't have an adjunct professor doing this kind of thing. Yeah. On the other hand, the adjunct professor and those defending the professor say, hey, wait a minute, this individual has a, like you're saying, has a right, even if it's disgusting to most people in society, uh, we do have free speech, and it was not on any university uh, site or connected site. But his affiliation with the school yeah. is where the backlash comes in. Exactly. Yeah, got it. 
And and to your point, because he's adjunct, not protected. Right. <laughs> so we'll see how this one goes for him as far as his adjunct professing days might be over. Uh, so we've got that going on. We also have portions of cyber attack due to, and this is portions of Pennsylvania's court, the Commonwealth's court website is down, went down late yesterday due to a, it's a denial of service cyber attack where essentially they try to overwhelm the situation. They overwhelm that website. So it's, it's not, they don't believe at this point that the courts have in any way been hacked as far as getting personal information into the secure site. There's no indication any court data was compromised. That's not what's happening here. However, because they've overwhelmed the system, you can't access it. So that if you want to get into, let's say you go and you want to look up a docket number, that sort of thing. So that's why it's it's happening. It's a denial of service cyber attack. That's what it's known as. Somebody floods the network with traffic until it cannot respond or crashes. In this case, it's crashed. It's kind of like our keyword at 830 on, this, on the station <laughs> website. It's just going to exactly. go down. <laughs> exactly. So it's impacting those court web services <clears throat> and the use of online docket sheets. Anybody who wants to pay, you want to pay a fine, that sort of thing, guardianship tracking system, tracking system, etc. We also have PennDOT finishing up their demo, demolition of concrete over I-95, right between Chestnut and Wall Streets in, in Walnut Streets in Philadelphia. And early, it was supposed to happen this evening, actually happened just after midnight. So the wee hours of this morning, the road repair is part of that $329 million dollar i-95 cap cap project to replace and expand the covered area at penn's landing which basically connects us to our riverfront so commuters delighted i don't know if maybe greg stalker or any of you had that delight but ultimately this is a good thing that they finished early and by the way four no, four more projects upcoming they haven't announced that but this is part of this ongoing project. By the way, the 2026 World Cup final will be played at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, July 19th. And Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia also set to host six matches during FIFA World Cup 2026. 2026 is going to be a great year for sports in Philadelphia because, as you mentioned, we get all those soccer matches. We also have the uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Game that summer coming to Philadelphia. And also the PGA Championship comes to Aronimink that year. Very cool. It'll be a great year for Philadelphia getting the national uh, spotlight. Amen. And good timing because July 4th, 2026 is also America's 250th birthday. Why not have a huge bash in Philadelphia, right? Yeah. Not such great news, unfortunately, for Sixer star Joel Embiid, the reigning league MVP. Well, he has to undergo a procedure to address that left meniscus knee surgery in the upcoming days they announced that last night they said the door is not closed on a return this season but i'm afraid the door is closed as far as i think he's going to miss too much right he's going to miss too many days yeah just to summarize to summarize the Sixers season currently right now good night everybody that's it we're on the pitchers and catchers (laughs) you're gonna need tyrese maxi to score about 80 points a night now (laughs) the heat is on him uh, so we have that going on. We also have a lot of Grammys news. Taylor Swift, Album of the Year, announcing her upcoming album. And then Jay-Z getting up. And although he was winning awards, some sour grapes from Jay-Z. I heard he was mad that his wife didn't get uh, whatever she was vying for. 
Well, he, what he's saying is she has, I believe if you look at the stats, she actually has the most Grammys per capita or whatever, per performer. Yeah. But she's never received an album of the year. Oh. And who won it? Let me guess. Did Taylor Swift win album yes. of the year or was that uh, Miley Cyrus? No, it was Taylor Swift got oh, okay. album. Miley got the song, right? Oh. Okay. Record of the year. Record, excuse me. I actually, I yeah. swear I was actually going to turn turn it on last night. Yeah. I put my, I told Phil this this morning, I turned my TV back on at 7.57 and there must have been an outage at my complex because it says Dish has given you a complete signal loss. So I couldn't watch any TV. I'm like, all right, early bed night. I was going to tune in and watch these awards. I really Where? was. Just to get infuriated with how many times that Taylor Swift either either won an album, a record, a song, a Good single, or a download. Why are you so I know. obsessed with Taylor Swift? Oh, my God. Dude, check your anger, man. I should. Oh. I wanted to watch it so I could just get angry. Why? <laughs> Something to talk about this morning. <laughs> okay, fair. I know you'll talk about South Carolina. <clears throat> it was uh, not not a rough time for Joe Biden. Big surprise, but the South Carolina primary. Um, but we want to talk about the forecast because this is the forecast Greg Stocker has been waiting for with the anticipation as we're sponsored by Piazza this morning. So we are near 50 degrees today. It's 34, feels like 30. That beautiful crescent moon lighting up the skies before sunrise. But today it's actually 49-ish degrees, but a bright sunny week ahead. Tomorrow, 43. Wednesday, popping up to 47 degrees. And then we're rounding the week in the 50s. So Thursday, 51, and that's with mostly sunny skies. Friday, 55, double nickels there for your Friday, mostly sunny. Now, Saturday, we reach 61 degrees, but unfortunately, some showers moving through Saturday, but still spring-like. And Sunday, the 11th, 54 degrees, partly sunny skies. So it looks like as of this minute, the sprinkles on Saturday with that 61 the only day that Greg Stocker will be sad because every other day is a lot of sunshine. We are sponsored by Piazza Auto Group. Start your new year adventure in a Defender 93.9% APR, 60 months, only for a limited time. Visit Land Rover Westchester, Land Rover Willow Grove, Wilmington, or Harrisburg, or for a test drive, you can shop online today. Thank you, Piazza Auto Group, for sponsoring Kalen Company News Live. All right, Don, thank you very much. 6.15, Monday morning. Let's start another week with another Big Take. The Big Take on Kalen Company. And it's brought to you by Tommy D's Home Improvement Center, The Big Take. Black voters and broke back Biden. If the Biden administration thinks that they will win the 2024 general election because of black voters, they might want to think again. You know, we've referenced polling numbers in the past that cited Joe Biden with approximately 87% of the black vote in 2020. But he's lost approximately 24% of that support in the last three years. If true, that would mean that Joe Biden has less than a two-to-one lead over Donald Trump with the black voter. And that number might be shrinking even more by the day. Last week, it was Snoop Dogg that publicly promoted Donald Trump. This weekend was hip-hop sensation 50 Cent. Curtis Jackson, who goes by the name of 50 Cent, blasted New York City Mayor Eric Adams over the mayor's plan to give $53 million worth of prepaid credit cards to illegal migrants, saying, quote, maybe Trump is the answer. 50 Cent crushing Eric Adams on Instagram on Saturday, saying the following, WTF Mayor Adams, call my phone. I don't understand how this works. Somebody explain. Can't explain this. 
I'm stuck. Maybe Trump is the answer. Mayor Adams' absurd program will consist of the following. The city program will offer asylum seekers at the Roosevelt Hotel with hard cash intended to help them pay for food, according to city records. The program will begin with 500 migrant families in short-term hotel stays. A family of four could receive nearly $1,000 a month. 50 Cent, like many rappers, has long nursed an affinity for Trump and endorsed him in the 2020 presidential election, citing a fear of tax increases. MSNBC is airing a new series called Black Men in America. Here is a portion of one episode in which black voters are asked about Donald Trump at a local South Carolina barbershop. Listen and watch this. There are some people in your orbit who are either voting for Donald Trump or considering it? For sure. A lot of my friends are obviously my age, so we're a little younger. We've only voted once, you know, for for a president. And Trump is kind of all we know. And they're kind of Trump and Biden. They're like, well, we were broke with Biden. We weren't with Trump. And that's kind of the only thing that I'm hearing over and over again, over and over again, is that, well, Trump, we had money. Well, okay. Mm, With Trump, I had money, too. MSNBC's decision to host a discussion about Trump in Charleston, South Carolina, didn't go as planned. Many of those interviewed, just like you heard and saw there, expressed support for the network's arch nemesis. Man, it's been a rough stretch for MSNBC the last week. First, Rachel Maddow and E. Jean Carroll, then Joy Reid with Joe Biden starting another bleeping war. Now that trip to South Carolina. Another black man, Justin Brown, noted during MSNBC's barbershop discussion that many people want to be just like Trump. Quote, a lot of people admire the persona and they want to be him. They want to enjoy the perks he has. He seems to always be able to to circumvent the rules, end quote. And also, one major headline to focus on is the following. And that's how the Biden administration's crushing of small businesses disproportionately affects black small business owners. The Biden administration is quietly stepping up its war on small businesses through a series of new labor rules that make entrepreneurship more difficult and, in some cases, illegal, the Washington Examiner reported. Quote, last week, the National Labor Relations Board announced a new joint employer rule that reduces franchising and contracting opportunities. This is in addition to a rule that the Department of Labor is about to finalize that could ban many forms of freelancing and independent contracting, the paper noted. The examiner further noted that these new rules will, quote, disproportionately hurt minorities who have long used the franchise system to punch their ticket to the middle class, end quote. And speaking of the economy, how about this headline? Latest polling shows that Joe Biden has a 20-point deficit on the economy against Donald Trump. Joe's approval rating has fallen to a new all-time low in NBC News polling as Trump narrowly leads in a 2024 general election matchup. Not only is Joe down 20 points to Trump with the economy, he's down 30-plus points to Trump on the border and immigration. And we've also seen a 25-point swing on competency and effectiveness in the polls as well. In 2020, Joe led that category, surprisingly, by 9 points. He now trails by 16. And when it comes to the Hispanic vote, the two men are essentially tied amongst Latinos, Trump 42%, Biden, 41%. In the new poll, Biden's approval rating has declined, especially amongst Latinos. Just 35% of them now approve of his job performance. 
voters ages 18 to 34 in the Hispanic community, 29%, and those that are independent in the Hispanic community, 27%. Also in the poll, Trump has the edge on securing the border and controlling immigration, 35 points over Joe Biden. We are seeing a lot of people in communities that have historically been a layup victory for Democrats abandon Joe and slide towards Trump. Is it a majority? No, certainly not. But it doesn't need to be. In an election that will be decided by four or five or six swing states that in 2020 was determined by just over 40,000 votes, that could be the shift that could be curtains for Biden in 2024. And lastly, what about the Hollywood entertainment New York City elites? What about that group? What about the Jewish community? Michael Rappaport, actor and comedian and noted Donald Trump hater, had this to say about Joe Biden and New York City's migrant mobs in the Big Apple. Listen and watch part of this rant. This is why when I say voting for pig Donald Trump is on the table, voting for pig Donald Trump is on the table. The other day in New York City, six illegal aliens jumped a New York City cop in YPD's finest. They jumped a New York City cop in Times Square and were arrested and released without bail. I know it's a city thing. I know it's a state thing. I know all that. I know all that. I know all that. Okay? Stay with me. Released without bail. Came out of the courtroom on some Tupac raising the middle finger with the Detroit Red Wings jersey. Let me tell you something. What the f*** is the world coming to? If you could be from another country, beat up a cop in New York City and walk out with no bail? What the f*** is the world coming to? What the f*** is the world coming to? Black voters, Hispanic voters, celebrities, entertainers, New Yorkers, and some of the biggest haters all starting to slide towards Donald Trump. All against Biden's policies. All broke because of Joe. People who have been asleep starting to wake up. And that's the big take. The big take on Kale and Company. All right, big take this morning. If you want to jump in, thoughts and reaction, you can certainly do so at 855-839-1210 on social media at 1210WPHT. And, of course, in the YouTube comment section, just go to YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT. Hit the like and subscribe button and be a part of the Kalen Company comment community. Big take brought to you by Tommy D's Home Improvement Center. Renovating a kitchen or building one from the ground up? Well, Tommy D's Home Improvement Center's is your go-to for quality kitchen cabinets, flooring, and molding at affordable rates. Visit their showroom in Philadelphia or visit their website at TommyDs.com. We'll come back, continue that conversation, and also some of the other details as Donald Trump in the latest NBC News poll is really gaining some steam and some momentum against Joe Biden. Kaylin Company, underway on a Monday morning. Nick, Don, and Greg here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. This Sunday, Super Bowl a Sunday, FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. It's America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. Looks like the the line has ticked up to two and a half. Kansas, I'm taking uh, Kansas City plus two and a half. Plus you can do uh, anytime touchdown score. Christian McCaffrey at minus 20, 220. Isaiah Pacheco minus 135. Travis Kelsey 
plus 100 Debo Samuel, plus a 145. There's all kinds of great prop bets. You can bet on which player will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, so much more. You can even bet on the coin flip. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Go to FanDuel.com slash Greg. FanDuel.com slash Greg to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Greg. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1210 WPHT, 21 and over. President PA, $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as not trouble. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms of sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Kale and Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Kale and Company, hopefully all of you had a great weekend as we kick off another work week, Super Bowl week. Good to have all of you in, Nick, Don, and Greg, 855-839-1210. Get us on the free Odyssey app, watch us live on YouTube. Still ahead this hour, Nikki continues to rake in the cash. Also, Nikki Haley being questioned about some possible phony fan mail that she shared on social media. And that was before her surprise cameo on Saturday Night Live this past Saturday night. We will get to all of that. And also this NBC News polling, which was very, very encouraging for Donald J. Trump yesterday. We'll get to that in just a moment. But I, I got to tell you, you know, Don, I was watching some of the um, the clips over the weekend with MSNBC, and uh, I didn't actually tune into it, but they had basically almost full episodes on social media where they had MSNBC going to South Carolina, and there was the barbershop setting that we played for you in the big take, and also in some other small businesses like restaurants. And I really think that they went there. Of the belief that, yeah, of course, the polling is showing it's very close between Trump and Biden. But the guy that was doing the interviewing uh, in that clip, as it continued to progress throughout the broadcast, he was really shocked. I, I, I really feel like people on MSNBC and CNN, they just can't wrap their head around the fact that communities that historically have voted D are now voting Republican, or I should say voting Trump, because I do think there's a difference, right? Like they're not necessarily falling over, you know, face first for Nikki Haley, but there's elements of Trump that is obviously resonating with the Hispanic community, with the black community, with the Hollywood community, maybe perhaps even the Jewish community, which is why I wanted to play that nut job, Michael Rappaport, because he's one of the biggest Trump haters on the planet. And he's saying Trump is not off the table in 2024 from a voting standpoint. And I can't speak for the black vote, but I get the feeling that they will roll with Trump. And when I say roll with Trump, it's not going to be 65%. I mean, Biden will still carry the black vote. But I think really the black community, they only look at one thing, and I can't blame them for it. It's the economy. Like, we're talking about immigration and the border, but I think a lot of the black vote is like, how does the president make my life better financially? And they all admit from... From the, the, the rappers of the world, like 50 Cent, that don't want to be taxed at an exorbitant rate, on down to the average, everyday, 9-to-5 guy in the black community. They're like, who gives me more disposable income at the end of the day? It's Donald Trump. And I think they've seen that over the last three years, which is why I think you're going to start hearing more and more of this shift as we march our way towards November. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else when, I, when, I, when you said, we're going to hear more and more about this shift. Yeah. With an F. Gotta be, careful. Gotta be careful with the with the letters <laughs> these days. No, I mean I think you're absolutely right. I think that 
the fact that SNL, which which rem- remember SNL, um, you know, played uh, basically a, a tribute, sad, solemn funeral song when Hillary Clinton lost. This is SNL putting Nikki Haley up there, which shows you their politics. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of people, it shows you, it, it leads to the question, well, why do they want Nikki Haley? Do they think she's beatable? Because clearly they want Joe Biden. So why would they put her up there? That's right. Right. So so Trump's going to get an invite on, on SNL at some point later this year before the season's over, right? It would be their biggest ratings ever. There's zero chance they would zero. do that. <laughs> Which is amazing because he used to be on SNL NBC. 25 times in his career. Yeah, and was a, a hit star on NBC. Yeah, yep. you're right, Nick. I... I, I just think that they maybe they just don't get it that he he she just made him SNL and Nikki Haley just made Trump look more like the outsider. Mm-hmm. Right. That he's the outsider. And she, which is weird because she's trying to claim she's the outsider, which, again, I I go back and I've said this for two or three weeks since she started echoing that phrase like Nikki Haley. You're, nobody views you to be the outsider. Yeah. Nobody. Which is why, I mean, Sununu on Bill Maher, um, I know Greg will have it on the cut sheet, but I mean, just basically Bill Maher spanking a governor. It was awesome because even Bill Maher is saying, as you you often say, he's just saying the reality of the situation. That's correct. And here's the reality of the situation with some of these polls. Yesterday, a lot of people reacting to some of these NBC News polls, which ran from January 26th through January 30th. Uh, This was 1,000 registered voters. Uh, I want to go through some of these numbers because I think this is important. Uh, Donald Trump up now five points on Joe Biden in the general election. Biden's job performance, 37% approve, while 60% disapprove. And there's a couple of other interesting notes here. Steve Kornacki uh, had a, a great Twitter thread yesterday breaking this down. The approval rating in the NBC poll at the start of a re-election year. You go back 20 years ago, G.W. Bush in 04 was polling at 54%. He ultimately got re-elected. Barack Obama in 2012 at 49%, ultimately re-elected. Donald Trump in 2020 Forty-six percent. He lost Joe Biden in twenty twenty-four. Right now at thirty-seven percent. If you look at those numbers, you would say, okay, he's bound to lose. But we will see in a matter of ten months. But since twenty nineteen, NBC News has conducted sixteen polls testing Biden and Trump in a matchup. In the twenty cycle, Biden led all twelve of the NBC polls by a margin of 6 to 14 points. This cycle, so far, they've done four, and Trump has been ahead in two of them and tied in another. Very significant trend here if you're paying attention to all of this. And here are some of the numbers. If you go back to October of 2019, and this will come closer towards us now, Biden was up nine. January of 20, Biden's up six. Biden's up eight. Biden's up nine. He's up seven. He's up seven. Summer of 20, he's up 11, up nine, up eight, up 14, up 11, up 10. Now we get to this past summer, June of 23, Biden was up four. We get to September of 2023, it was tied. We get to November, Trump takes a two-point lead, and now Donald Trump is up five. So you're starting to see this gradual progressive slide And then, as far as the big take this morning, 
we talked about the black vote and the Hispanic vote. Here is where Trump is going against Biden head-to-head in the NBC News poll for the black vote. Joe Biden only has 59% of the black vote. By my math, that would mean Donald Trump has 41% of the black vote based on this specific poll. Also, with independence, Trump is up 19 points. We've been saying, can Trump win the moderate? Can Trump win the person on the fence? Can Trump reach the suburban woman? Maybe not. But independence in general right now, Trump is up 20. He's up 20 in the economy. He's up 35 with the border. And in the betting market, which I always look to, like to look at and compare that to the polling market, Joe Biden right now trails Donald Trump in the betting market by 17 points. You look across the board, and maybe maybe abortion is the, ma- the, the magical elixir. Maybe you just say that word, you put that on the ballot, abortion, Joe Biden wins re-election. Maybe. But right now, if you look at every metric across the board, every community, markets, betting, polls, it's all showing Donald Trump, which could be the biggest tease of all time. Because we might have to officially retire polls, Dawn. If Trump <laughs> loses in 2024, then maybe we should never mention another poll on talk radio ever again. You're basing these off of polls in January and February? Like, first of all, we're not a national election. This is not a na- – like, national polls are national polls. I want to see individual states. That's that's what I'm more – that's what I'm more interested in, national – or um, local – States. That's what we did last week. Local polls. Yeah, I, Trump, Trump was up in all seven swing states. I agree, but all these national polls within, like, I, I take all of them with a grain of salt, especially in January and February. I, I always like to look at the source from the network. Like, this was not a Fox News poll. Like, when we see a CNN poll, which is, you know, should be Joe's, you know, wheelhouse or NBC News, which should be the Democrats' playground, it's always fascinating to me. But what's remarkable to me is when you look at, to your point, to localize it, Georgia, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Wisconsin, Arizona, Nevada, you go on down the list and you look at Trump leading by anywhere from 3 to 11 points in every swing state. I think Michigan's the closest one where Trump is either up one or Biden's up one or they're tied. Um, What's remarkable is how you could be so wrong with these polls. And I get it. It's, you know, it's a thousand people here. It's fifteen hundred people there. But, you know, once you start adding them up over the course of a year, a calendar year, I don't know how many of these polls people will reach, but we're probably going to be, what, probably close to a million people, yet somehow that could not be representative of what actually plays out in real time, which makes you wonder, are these polls just for a narrative? Are these people being yes. honest when they are polled? Yes, it's to keep it's to keep the political class and the people who do this for a living employed. So it's content creation <laughs> and nothing more. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And look, I'm not saying that we shouldn't talk about it. We absolutely should because that's what's in the news. So I'm I'm not criticizing us for talking about it. I'm saying that if you're looking at a poll in January or February, a national poll in January or February mm-hmm. for an election that's going to happen in November. Yep. I mean, come on, you know yep. what I mean? Like it, it's just not. Uh, half the country, more than half the country, is not even paying attention right now. Makes you wonder, though, what will swing some of these polls back in favor of Joe? I mean, is Taylor Swift capable of securing the border? Because other than that, I really don't know how Joe swings this back around, which leads me to the latest story, because we've got the Super Bowl coming up in six days. 
The White House has recli- uh, declined yeah. the request, and probably did recline as well because Joe <laughs> likes to recline in a beach chair in Delaware. Uh, they declined a request for Joe Biden and his Super Bowl interview, which if you've been paying attention to this you know, tradition that started about 15, 20 years ago, like G.W. Bush, like you know, he would do the coin toss and it was very informal, and it started becoming a thing with Obama, I think, in tw- uh, 2009. Uh, as he was entering year two uh, in the White House. But remember last year, Fox had the Super Bowl. So Fox, from a news outlet standpoint, wanted to interview Joe Biden on Fox News, to which Biden declined, and the White House said, yeah, we'll do a chat, but we'll do it on Fox Soul. And we were all like, <laughs> what the hell how do we find yeah. Fox Soul? Is what that a streaming service? <laughs> Does that come with Fox Nation? What's that? What is that? <laughs> exactly. And that ultimately fell through in which uh, Fox decided to cancel the interview with Joe. Now, Joe did do CBS News' Nora O'Donnell in 2021 and NBC News' Lester Holt in 2022. But this will be the second straight year. So year three and year four of the Biden administration not doing the Super Bowl interview, which I think speaks volumes because the the NFL, the Super Bowl is on CBS this year. So you would probably get Nora O'Donnell or whoever their top anchors are. That's who it was. Supposed to be Nora again. Why would you not do that? Uh, oh, by the way, I'm sure if you say, hey, why don't instead of doing this live, and I don't know if they do it live or not, but if they do it live and you can say maybe throw in the request of can, can we record this? Can we tape it? Yeah. You're in friendly territory. Yes. You, you can't handle Nora O'Donnell. That's a bad look for Joe Biden. Yeah. Second straight year. Yeah. Like, I, I, Don, I get it if you don't want to do Fox News. Because it's the enemy. I get that. You feel like maybe you're going to get peppered with questions. Although if it was Brett Baer or somebody that's more of just a nuts and bolts, you know, journalism guy, I don't think it would be a tough a, a tough spot for Joe. He should be able to handle that if he's with it cognitively. But you don't do Nora O'Donnell again. It's bizarre. I'm going to take weak. A, I'm going to take a different. Well, it's weak, but I'm going to take a different approach. Okay. I'm going to say that I think it's actually a brilliant move by them. Because if you look at their statement about it, they want to give Americans a break from politics. I think that's what Americans want. I don't think they want to see an interview with Donald Trump. I don't think they want to see an interview with Joe Biden. I think they want a break from politics. And I think it's a very, very smart move by the Biden camp for declining this interview. A break from politics or a break from these two guys? Because I think both. Both. Because we know there's a, we know there's a fatigue with those there, two names. There is a fatigue, and if if Joe Biden is out there constantly getting doing interviews, everybody's like, "Enough, okay, I'm I'm just going to vote for the other guy just because I I don't care about this." You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I I actually think it's a brilliant move. Well, it's a brilliant move in the sense. I mean, Greg's right. It's a brilliant move in the sense that you have a candidate you want to keep in the basement. You don't want to give an opening to have a news anchor, even if it's. Tape, pre-taped before the event it's a look live so in other words they're not going to edit out the parts that he mumbles and fumbles and doesn't know where he is and who's playing and he thinks he's in another era or whatever <laughs> doesn't he thinks he's a senator you know what i mean it yeah. could be so the the they have to look at this and say look this could be a disaster and so why would we take the risk mm-hmm. we're the incumbent we've we've got this yeah so well, why would we debate anybody why would we go into the situation you know that now would be a great time to maybe roll out your plans on how you're going to continue to fix the economy if you're biden and you're going to have the most eyes on television all single year i mean people that flock to the television to watch the super bowl for the game the commercials the halftime i mean this is a major major platform that you are punting on for lack of a better phrase for the second straight year 
But I would also ask this, even though there are tons of eyes on the Super Bowl, I can't begin to tell you how many times I miss things in the Super Bowl because I'm not paying attention. Whether you're talking with your buddies or you're going to get more food or you're grabbing another beer or whatever. Yeah, there's a bazillion eyes, but you come back and it's like, oh, I must have missed that commercial or what happened in that moment in the game. My, my, my question would be, how many Americans are actually listening to Joe's message if they are sitting in front of the TV? Because every time I've ever been to a Super Bowl party, I can never hear a damn thing on the television because everybody's just having side conversations, <laughs> and it's just a big, epic disaster. So uh, kind of an interesting strategy, but if you want to jump in, 855-839-1210, the number. The money is not drying up anytime soon for Nikki Haley. The details when we continue. But i got to tell you about my friends at the Piazza Auto Group. And really what I love about working with our friends from the Piazza Auto Group is getting to test drive so many amazing vehicles i'm always stopping over every couple of months and they're always willing to show me what they have on deck and recently i just had the chance to check out the 2024 honda pilot trail sport now that's their big suv which features a seven mode drive system trail watch multi-camera view 18 inch alloy wheels and man they are gorgeous and of course, all the technology like wireless Apple CarPlay. Now, this vehicle is big, it's powerful, it is fully loaded. I also love the third row seating, the massive sliding moonroof, and all the other features that come with this luxury SUV at a very affordable rate, I must add. And you too can explore the new Honda Pilot at any of the five Piazza Honda locations. That's in Philadelphia, Pottstown, Reading, Springfield, and Langhorn. Or shop all the inventory online right now at piazzaautogroup.com. It's Kale and Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. We have so much to get to this morning inside of an hour until a Monday edition of What's on the Cut Sheet. That is coming up 745. Also, a lot with Nikki Haley and Donald Trump that we will get to as the D.C. judge scraps the March 4th date For the start of Trump's January 6th trial, we told you there was no way that that was going to happen on March 4th. So I think that will carry over into the later portion of the spring, if not later. We'll get to that this morning. Also, Nikki Haley, where do you hear all the money that is coming in in the last couple of weeks for Nikki Haley? And then we're going to have to do a little... uh, Kale and Company CSI criminal investigation forensic style on the show. As people are pointing out some of the fan mail that Nikki Haley has shared on social media uh, and wondering if it is completely phony and made up. I've got one of the screenshots that we'll get to in the second hour. You're going to want to watch this on YouTube where it looks like there's at least two or three indicators that this is completely fabricated. So we will get to that. And also, Nikki Haley uh, fully unloading on Donald Trump as she has uh, switched up some strategy. That, according to Politico, we'll get to that when we come back in hour number two. And that is on the way. Dawn Stenson will have some news to kick off the 7 o'clock hour. And then we'll get right back to it. It is Kale and Company, hour two next on a Monday morning on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Start your day with Kale and Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10, on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.